It's the football, 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 and sometimes other sports show. Here's your host, AJ Nicoletti. What up? FFFSOSS.com. At FFFSOSS. Twitter, Instagram, Twitter, slash three. Happy New Year, everybody. How's everybody doing out there? Hopefully, you had a happy and safe New Year. Ringing in the New Year, right? I hate New Year's. New Year's is like the worst holiday, so I got out of my house party before it went to midnight. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. It just it was never my favorite. So anyway, happy new year to everybody out there listening to the pod. Big Tuesday edition of the pod here. We'll do NFL headlines. NFL 17 recap. We got college football playoffs, semifinals recap, drive by drive. Weekend soccer recap, college basketball, star pool locks, and pick six to recap. Big show on this Tuesday edition of the pod. Happy New Year, everybody. Let's just dive right in with the kickoff NFL headlines. And this will be a quick playoff picture because we'll do the detailed one in Thursday's kickoff. But the NFC looks like this. San Francisco has clinched the one seed. Dallas and the Philadelphia Eagles have both clinched a spot. They're battling for the NFC East crown in the two seed, theoretically. Detroit has clinched the North. The Rams have clinched a spot. And the NFC South winner and runner-up could be in, whether that is New Orleans, Tampa, or Atlanta still has a shot. And uh, Green Bay also has a shot to get into the postseason. Now, the AFC, Baltimore uh, has clinched the one Kansas City's clinched the West. The Dolphins are in regardless, but they battle the Bills in an AFC East showdown. That could be all or nothing for the Bills. If they lose that game, they could be out. If the other games play a certain play out a certain way, if they win that game, they could win the division. So that could be all to play for on Sunday night. And then Cleveland has clinched a spot. Jacksonville, Houston, Indianapolis sorts out possibly two spots. The AFC uh, South winner and maybe a wild card. And then Pittsburgh, not out of it, needs some help. So we'll detail all of those scenarios on Thursday's show. That will be the plan for Thursday's show. But I want to just touch on them at the start here and then do some more NFL headlines. Listen, Lamar's the MVP. Give him credit. Um, Baltimore, I don't want to say has quietly done it because they kind of have. But with, with all the headlines elsewhere, with people talking about the Eagles and the Cowboys and the Niners and then the Chiefs and the AFC and the Bills that have collapsed, not a lot of people have talked about the success of the Ravens until the last few weeks where they've shown up in, in some big games, whether that's going to San Francisco, blowing them out, the Niners, or coming home and, and stuffing the Dolphins in a locker. Ravens have looked impressive, and Lamar has been really good. And though I still have my um, – hmm, how do I phrase this? Knox or – yeah, I'll call him Knox. I'm not trying to – like, they are not. Like, I don't think he can beat you from the pocket consistently. So – until I see him do that in the postseason, I don't think they that team can win in the postseason because of the quarterback play. But he can still, in the regular season, against teams that aren't playoff teams, rack up the stats. And then, hey, give him credit. Like, the last two weeks, he's played big in big spots. So, Lamar, MVP, frontrunner, done deal. Especially after McCaffrey got banged up. We'll get to that in a second. Um, and Purdy had a bad game against the Ravens. So, Lamar... MVP, pretty much a done deal. Some more headlines at the quarterback position. Lawrence should be back for the Jags after Beth Hart was in for him. That was the first start Lawrence missed, which is crazy because like, you think of the Jags with injuries and issues, but it was his rookie year 
he kind of got a red shirt because, yeah, he played, but Urban Meyer got fired, what, five or six games in? So um, you think about Lawrence being hurt, but he was never hurt. He would just miss his first game. So uh, Lawrence should be back for the Jags. Broncos are going to stick with Stidham instead of going back to Russ. Um, listen, it's a weird thing going on in Denver. Clearly, uh, the previous regime wanted a quarterback, and they got him, and now this regime of Sean Payton doesn't want Russell Wilson at all. Um, he just doesn't mesh his system. Peyton is a, is a hitch system where it's like get the ball out to the reads correctly on time, uh, progress through your uh, one, two, three options, all that kind of stuff. Russell Wilson doesn't really do that. So Sean Payton's pissed off about that, and he's shown it by going to Stidham the last two games when Stidham isn't good. Um, no offense to him. So Broncos sticking with Stidham. They'll probably release Russ in March um, when it comes around. All right, Steelers news. Tomlin's going to stick with the hot hand Mason Rudolph instead of the healthy, recovered Kenny Pickett. Now, I do understand um, if Kenny Pickett was lighting it up, you go back to Kenny. But to be fair to Kenny, they were still winning games while he was the quarterback. You know, um, so I get where maybe, you know, the Pickett uh, crew is upset with this. But Rudolph's been good. Rudolph's been good in these couple of games for them. So uh, Tomlin's going to stick with Rudolph instead of Pickett. And then also Tomlin clinched his 17th straight non-losing season. So he's chasing the Belichick record. But I'll tell you what, folks. People in Pittsburgh want him out. He can coach for my team any day. He's an excellent coach. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, Bears fans chanting fields to be the – we want fields. We want fields because the Bears clinched the number one pick with the Panthers – uh, clinching the number one pick and then thus giving it to the Bears. So the Bears have the number one overall pick. Um, but it seems like the Bear fans want Fields. When Fields has been healthy, when Fields has been given some time and some people around him, he's looked pretty good. Um, so Bears fans want Fields to be the QB. Now some other injuries across the league. McCaffrey, calf stream for the Niners. Looks like he'll be out for week 18 with some rest. So he'll get the little double bye before the Niners play again in the divisional round after they get the first round bye in the wild card round. So McCaffrey, calf stream for the Niners. And then, unfortunately for the Dolphins, they've had some really tough injuries down the stretch of this season. And you could argue about that for every team. Every team's got bad injuries. All for sure. Absolutely agree. But you look at the injuries for the Dolphins. Phillips in a game where they're beating the Jets on turf, and then Chubb. Uh, it's tough. Like, you feel like it, it's on grass in Baltimore, but it's a game where they're down, like, 30 in the last three minutes he's in the game. Like, why is he in the game? So, um, that's tough for the Dolphins. And I understand um, if their fans are pissed about the turf, for sure. The only one you could be pissed off about this one is your, your coaches for keeping Chubb in the game. He shouldn't be in the game. You down what fifty six to nineteen, whatever the hell it is. So that's just that's just the unfortunate part of the game. Like it's a physical sport. I think we forget that a lot because of people trying to take out um, the unnecessary brutal hits, but also refereeing out the good hits. Like it is a physical game. At the end of the day, there are injuries. So. Um, unfortunate for the Niners there. It seems like McCaffrey will be back, but um, more unfortunate for the Dolphins. They lost two of their top pass rushers. So um, those are the NFL headlines. Let's get into our NFL Week 17 recap Thursday night. Jets 
in Cleveland visiting the Browns. Flacco and the Cleveland Browns win again. They clinch a playoff spot, 37-20. Flacco to four to touchdown, got them on the board. Then Simeon to Brees Hall. So a little quarterback to running back connection for both teams, got them started 7-7. Hunt then touchdown, uh, missed extra point for Cleveland. They're up 13-7. Jets fumble the ensuing kickoff, but the Browns had fourth and four. The Jets six. They end up turning it over on downs, but Simeon ends up throwing a pick six anyway. So it's 20-7. Then Flacco hits Njoku. He fumbles. Browns get it back, though. Flacco to Moore, touchdown, 27-7 against this former team, Elijah Moore. Flacco then threw a pick six to Johnson. It was one of the more athletic plays you'll see by a defensive player this season to jump, get down on the ground, jump again, tip it to yourself, then run for the touchdown. That's excellent. That was an excellent defensive play, outstanding defensive play um, for the Jets there. Then Flacco to four, touchdown, 34-14. Strong fumbles, Greg like field goal. Ends the half, 34-17. So the Jets trying to get back in it, but they try to cut it to 14. Field goal gets blocked, Greg like Then he makes a field goal to cut it to 14. Jets end up turning it over on downs, and then Patterson uh, in for the injured Hopkins. The former Detroit kicker makes it to make it 37-20. to So he missed the extra point, but he makes the field goal. So that's how that one ended, 37-20. to Then Saturday night, we had Detroit and Dallas. Cowboys win it 20-19. Wild game this was. Wild finish, of course. Badgley field goal gives the Lions a 3 nothing lead. Dak got picked off, but the Cowboys get it back. They're at their own 8-yard line, and with a blitzer in his face, kind of bounces off him. Dak gets out of the pocket and throws a deep ball to Lamb, and Lamb goes 92 yards for a touchdown. So uh, Cowboys on the board in style. Early in this one, 7-3. Goff then got picked off. Dak to C.D. Lamb. He's going into the end zone, but he fumbles, so it's a touchback. Lions get it down to fourth and goal at the Dallas 2, but an incompletion turns it over on downs. Lions get it back. A Montgomery touchdown gets them into the end zone for the first time. It's 10-7. And then an Aubrey field goal before the half ties the game at 10. Second half action. Lions get in front again by three with a Badgley touchdown. Dak to Brandon Cooks. Touchdown makes it 17-13. Goff gets picked off again. Leaves to an Aubrey field goal. Then here come the Lions. Bad uh, defensive coverage by the Cowboys here to let them right down the field. But a Goff to St. Brown touchdown brings them within one. Campbell goes for two. They get it. Flag. Ineligible downfield, illegal for whatever you want to call it. But it was a foul. Second one, the Cowboys stop, but it's a penalty on the Cowboys. And then the third one, the Cowboys stop, and the third time's a charm. So Cowboys recover the onside kick to seal it 2019. Now let's get into the issue at the end of the game. And if you want to start off saying, AJ, you're a Cowboy fan, of course you're happy you went your way. To, uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. If we're looking at all the plays, go back when the Cowboys had to kick a field goal, okay, the tripping call was absurd. It's a ridiculous call. So if we're doing the whole ref thing, go back to that call. Because the Lions should have never got the ball back. Okay? Number one. Now number two. He drew the play up for the refs. Da, da, da. Here's the deal. There's gamesmanship and there's bad faith in using the rules and trying to confuse people. Listen. There are rules in place. Where you have to cover up a tackle. You have to have a guy covered up on each side. It's not college football, right? Um, if you're eligible, you have to be announced to the defense so everybody can be prepared so you can, you, like you don't get to trick them like that, right? The Lions sent three guys to the ref. Why? 
because he's just going to announce the number anyway. So he doesn't announce the number that catches the touchdown. Of course, the Cowboys are going to be upset. Hey, you didn't announce that number. And every, well, he went up to him. Why'd you send three guys to try to fool the Cowboys? Well, you fooled yourselves and the refs. There you go. Like, I don't really, I don't have a lot of sympathy where you try to use the rules in bad faith to get a two-point conversion because you're trying to trick the defense. Like, one thing about trick plays is one thing, but to, like, try to use the rules, like, the Belichick stuff against the Ravens. That was in the middle of the field. They announced who's eligible or not, and that was it, right? This was... Two-point conversion, run up to the referee and then line up it so they can't uh, they can't see who's eligible. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. So, Lions try to get cute. They try to win the game and be ultra-aggressive for what? Because you didn't want to go to overtime on the road? Fine. You want to have that conversation? Fine. After the game, say, I don't want to go to overtime on the road. It didn't go our way. End of story. No, they're complaining. So I really don't have a ton of sympathy. I really don't. Because after the first one, you probably should have just kicked the extra point. But hey, maybe that's just me. And also, if the roles were reversed, oh my God, people would be killing the Cowboys. And also, McCarthy almost blew the game anyway. By throwing the ball and giving the ball back to the Lions. So, there's a lot there. There's a lot there that people aren't talking about. But because it's the Cowboys and the NFL loves the Cowboys, they want that Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Then how come they haven't been in the Super Bowl in 30 years? If, that cow- if the NFL loves the Cowboys so much, how come they haven't been in the Super Bowl in 30 years? Let alone a freaking NFC title game. Get lost with that. Uh, enough. Enough with the conspiracy. Enough. Enough. Okay. Because, again, if they're working, wouldn't they want Kansas City to win every game and haven't they lost a bunch of games? So there you go. Enough. Okay, enough. Now, can there be bad officiating? Sure. There can absolutely be bad officiating. But let's let's drop the conspiracy theories. Can we, stop, can we drop that, please? Okay. All right. So Sunday's games. Miami-Baltimore. Thought this was going to be a great game. I thought Miami had a chance here. Maybe catching Baltimore coming off uh, the, the West Coast win. No. That was incorrect. I know Waddle gets banged up, but this is a bad showing from the Dolphins. Uh, they actually get on the board first with a 2 to wilson touchdown, 7-0. They lose the game 56-19. Lamar to Hill, touchdown, ties it up. A Sanders field goal, so the Dolphins blink first, and that got answered with the Edwards touchdown. And another Sanders field goal made a 14-13. Lamar to Flowers, touchdown 21-13. Tua got picked off. And then Ravens go for it fourth and seven, which is in no man's land with Tucker, which is insane, like punt the football. But they get rewarded. They get rewarded for going for it fourth and seven because he hits likely for a long catch and run touchdown, Baltimore. 28-13, half end, same score. Then he hits likely for another touchdown, 35-13. Edwards fumbles. Tua gets picked off. Tua to H-hand touchdown. They go for two. They don't get it. So it's 35-19. And here come more touchdowns. Lamar to Richard, the fullback, made a great one-handed catch on a wide-open throw. Like, that's a, that's one where I'm like, you know, just put it on him so you don't give me a talking point of almost missing a wide-open guy. Um, Dolphins turnover on downs. 
Gordon touchdown. White in for Tua. He fumbles. Huntley for Kohler touchdown. The backup's in. And the Dolphins end up turning it over and down. So a dominant performance of Baltimore. Give them credit. They separated at the end of the first half into the second half. Um, really, three possessions is all they needed to separate. Give them credit. Tennessee and Houston. Stroud back for Houston. Houston wins it 26-3. to Fairbairn field goal. Houston 3-0. Stroud to Jordan. Touchdown. Houston up 10-0. Levis gets strip-sacked. Uh, scoop and score. So Houston leads 17-0. He gets hurt on that play. Tannehill in for the Titans. Fairbairn field goal, 20 to nothing. Folk field goal ends the half with the Titans on the board, 20 to three. They trail. Another Fairbairn field goal, 23 to three. Titans turnover downs twice. Fairbairn field goal makes it 26 three. Not a very exciting game there. One touchdown uh, for the Texan offense, one touchdown for the Texan defense, and a bunch of field goals. There you go. That's how you get a division win. All right. Pats, Bills. Bills win it 27-21. Pats return the opening kickoff, say the 7-0 lead. A perfect start for the Patriots. But then Zabby gets picked off. Bass field goal cuts the lead to 7-3. Zabby gets picked off again. Josh Allen touchdown makes it 10-7. Zappy to Brown. He fumbles. Uh, Bills get another Bass field goal to make it 13-7. Then Zappy gets picked off. Run back for a touchdown. 27, but then he gets a touchdown himself. So he gets one back. So it's 20-14. Allen gets picked on a deep shot and a Ryland field goal to try to cut the lead to three gets missed. So the half end, same score. Josh Allen, second touchdown. Zeke, a touchdown run. Cut the lead to six, but the Pats could not get any closer than that. Bills win it. Keep the dream alive. Big home win in division in Buffalo. Rams came east to the New York football Giants and escaped with a 26-25 victory. They turned over on downs, their opening possession, but they got it back with the Kylan Williams touchdown. Uh, Tyra Taylor hits Wando Robinson for a touchdown, so it's 7-7. Stafford gets picked off, but the Giants turn it over on downs. Stafford, Cooper Cup touchdown. Rams in front, 14-7. Taylor gets picked off. Stafford to Robinson, he fumbles. So a Giants field goal, Mason Crosby field goal gets blocked by the Rams. They get called for leaping. Crosby makes the second one. Ends the half, 14-10 Rams. Williams touchdown, they missed the extra point, so they're up 10. Taylor to Slayton, so they're going to get within three, right? Except they missed the extra point, Crosby missed the extra point. So it's 20-16. to Stafford gets picked off a second time. A Crosby field goal cuts the lead to one. Kyle Williams touchdown, another missed extra point. I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. So the lead is seven. Giants turn around downs, but they force a Rams punt, and Olaszewski runs it back after dropping the ball inside his own 10, 94-yard punt return touchdown. So they cut it to one. Rams can't run the clock out. They punt it back to the Giants, and the Giants actually get into field goal range with Crosby, and the field goal to take the lead. No good. Rams escape playoff hopes still alive. As they head back to Los Angeles. Tough loss for the Giants. Niners and the Commanders. Niners win it 27-10. Brissett was going to be the starter for the Commanders. But he was inactive because I believe he got sick. So it was Howell again. A Moody field goal gets the scoring star for the Niners. A Debo touchdown gets them in the end zone. Sly field goal got the Commanders on the board 10-3. And a Howell and McLaurin touchdown connection got the game tied at 10. Moody field goal made it 13-10 half end shortly after them. McCaffrey gets banged up, so it's an Eli Mitchell touchdown for the Niners. Commanders going in. Howell gets picked off. Purdy hits Ayuk for a touchdown to make it 27-10. Howell gets picked off, then both teams 
Turn it over on downs before that one ended. Then we had the shocker, Arizona and the Philadelphia Eagles. Cardinals winning 35-31. A Prater field goal got the Cardinals started. Hurts hits Julio Jones for a touchdown to make it 7-3. Cardinals going in, but Murray throws a pick six, a 98-yard pick six, turned into a punt return. So the Eagles up 14-3. Prater field goal cuts it to 14-6, then Hurts to Julio Jones for a second touchdown connection, 21-6, half inch shortly after. But here come the Cardinals. Murray to Carter, touchdown, cuts it to eight. Murray to Connor, touchdown, two-point play, good. So we're tied at 21. Hertz hits Goddard for a touchdown, 28-21. Murray hits Wilson for a touchdown, 28-28. And the Eagles blink first. And Elliott field goal, 31-28. And here come the Cardinals. Connor, touchdown, puts them up, 35-31. And Hertz gets picked off to end the game. Eagles. Playing some bad football when you want to be playing some good football, folks. Cardinals get another win. Give them credit. Gannon, former D.C. of the Eagles, comes home with his team and beats his former employer. Give the Cardinals some credit. Uh, maybe the Eagle fans shouldn't have ran their mouth so much about the Cowboys losing the Cardinals on the road because they lost them at home. NFC South Showdown, Saints, Bucks, Saints win it 23-13. Carter Johnson touchdown. Saints up 7-0. Then Bate got picked off on a deep shot. This was not the Bucks' day. Carter Taysom Hill touchdown 14-0. Groupie field goal makes it 17-0. Half inch shortly after. Then a white fumble sets up another groupie field goal 20-0. Bate gets picked again, but the Bucks get it back this time. Bate to Palmer touchdown. Saints up 20-7. Groupie field goal. Saints up 23-7. Bate to Palmer. He fumbles. Then Bate to Godwin touchdown. Two-point play. No good. And that's how we got to... 23-13, so a big win for the Saints. They go on the road in Tampa, and I believe now they control um, the NFC South. We'll do those stipulations on Thursday again. Carolina, Jacksonville, Jacksonville shuts them out, 26-0. It was C.J. Bethard in for Lawrence. McManus field goal made it 3-0. Panthers turn over on downs. Two McManus's field goals made it 9-0. Half end, same shot. Score. Etienne touchdown, 16-0. McManus field goal, 19-0. Panthers turn over on downs. Etienne touchdown. Young get picked off. There you go. Simply recap there. Atlanta-Chicago. A little bit of a snow game. Bears win at 37-17. Koo missed a long field goal. Fields some more touchdown. Koo missed another long field goal. Fields touchdown, 14-0. Heineke to Algier, a 75-yard screen play touchdown. So the Falcons on the board. But a Johnson field goal makes it 21-7. Heineke gets picked off, and then Santos field goal ends the half. Same score, 21-7. Santos field goal make. Koo field goal make, so it's 24-10. Bears turn it over on downs. Heineke picked off again. Santos field goal, 27-10. Heineke touchdown made it as a 10-point game, but another Santos field goal uh, puts the, the uh, difference back. Heineke picked off a third time. Herbert touchdown, 37-17. Then they put Ritter in. Ritter gets picked off. So that's how that one ended in Chicago. Raiders and Indy taking on the Colts. Colts win it 23-20. Indy got on the board first with a Taylor touchdown. Carlson field goal cut it to 7-3. Minshew to Pierce touchdown, 14-3. Same score, end of the half. Quiet first half. O'Connell to Adams touchdown, cut it to 4. Then two Matt Gay field goals made it a 20-10 lead. Carlson field goal cuts it to 20-13. A Gay field goal gets missed, but a penalty on the Raiders Gay ends up making the field goal, so it's a 10-point lead. O'Connell hits Adams for another touchdown, but the Colts recover the outside kick. That's how that one ended. Now Pittsburgh and Seattle. Steelers on the road win at 30-23. to 
They turn it over on downs early, but they get it back. Rudolph to Johnson. He fumbles. Call gets overturned. Warren touchdown, 7-0. Kenneth Walker ties the game at 7 with the touchdown. Boswell field goal puts the Steelers back in front 10-7, but a Geno to Jackson Smith and Jigba touchdown. Puts the Seahawks in front for the first time, 14-10. Harris touchdown, 17-14. A Myers field goal ties it after we get out of the halftime, so we're knotted up at 17. A second Najee Harris touchdown makes it 24-17. A Myers field goal cuts it to four. Boswell field goal makes it seven. Geno sack fumble. The Steelers could put it away with the touchdown, but they only manage a Boswell field goal, so it's a 10-point game again. Myers cuts it to seven with another field goal, but the Steelers recover the onside kick to seal it. Big win for the Steelers. Chargers, Broncos, what a bore this one was. Broncos win it 16-9. Lutz field goal, 3-0. Dicker field goal, 3-3. Stidham hits a uh, little Jordan Humphrey touchdown, 10-3 Broncos. Chargers turn it over on downs. A Lutz field goal makes it 13-3. Lutz field goal misses the half, uh, miss ends the half. Dicker field goal cuts it to seven, but with the Chargers trying to drive for the tie, Eckler fumbles a Lutz field goal, makes it 16-6. Dicker misses one. I think this is one of his first misses, only misses. He makes one to cut it to seven again, but the Broncos recover the onside kick. That's how that one ended. Now, Cincinnati, Kansas City. This has been the AFC title game the last two seasons. Ain't going to be this year. Um, unfortunately, with the injuries that Cincinnati has had, and Kansas City has, doesn't have a uh, home field, so it ain't going to be an arrowhead this year, that's for sure. Anyway, Cincinnati wins this one 25 17. McPherson field goal got the Bengals on the board, and Mahomes to a Checo touchdown, put the Chiefs in front, but Browning to Mixon, they answer with a touchdown themselves. 10 7 Bengals. Mahomes. Sack, fumble, Browning, touchdown leads, uh, puts the Bengals in front. They're lead 17-7. But then five, six Bucker field goals, six Bucker field goals. 17-10, 17-13, half inch shortly after. Bengals turned over on downs, 17-16. Bucker field goal, 19-17 Chiefs. Bucker field goal, 22-17 Chiefs. Bucker field goal, 25-17 Chiefs. Bengals turn it over on downs. Yeah, you don't win games with field goals? Well, apparently you do sometimes. Sunday night, Green Bay, Minnesota. Packers win at 33-10. It was Hall for the Vikings. Didn't last long. Carlson field goal for the Packers. Hall gets picked off. Love to read. Good throw. Touchdown. 10 nothing. Packers end up turning over on downs. A Joseph field goal gets the Vikings on the board. A love touchdown. Increase the lead to 14. Hall fumbles. Love to read. Touchdown. They miss the extra point, so it's 23-3. Half end shortly after. Nick Mullins in for Hall. Vikings turn over on downs. Love hits Bo Melton. Shout out Rutgers for a touchdown, 30-3. Packers muff a punt. Mullins to Munt. Touchdown, 30-3. Then Carlson field goal makes it 33-10. Vikings turn it over on downs. And before uh, we wrap up this Week 17 recap, I just wanted to make sure I said something about Jimmy Johnson. I missed it in the Cowboy game because I'm just kind of getting through this show here. Uh, I, I forgot to write it down in my rundown, and it, I have a little Ron Burgundy thing. If I don't write it down, I'm not going to say it, usually, <laughs> or at least make a little note to myself. But anyway, um, hopefully the curse is lifted in Arlington for the Cowboys. Um, what a ceremony. I thought it was so well done. Jerry spoke well, I thought. Uh, Jimmy's speech was excellent. Uh, to end it with the How About Them Cowboys with Emmett, Troy, and, and, and Michael there, and Charles Haley, and all those guys. That was, that was outstanding. That was great. Um, 
so so cool to see that um how about them cow that was great i was crying i was i was very very happy for jimmy um and then even the next day when they the rock gave him his letter of intent for my aunt like that was so cool that was so nice so um really really happy for jimmy johnson it's it's nice when people get there i know this is like a common phrase now and it's getting overplayed of course because the internet ruins everything but it's nice to see people get their flowers when they're still with us so that was a really really nice ceremony and then even the next day on, on the pregame show with fox that was a great job by everybody involved the nfl cowboys uh fox espn even to show um the the ceremony when they didn't have to that was cool that was cool and that's a lot of my like that's my first coach guys in, in football jimmy johnson that's like what i remember so all right Let's go to college football from the pros to the student-athletes now. College football bowl season. We start with our college football playoff semifinals recap. Rose Bowl, Bama, Michigan. What a game we have. Michigan wins in overtime, 27-20. to Bama defers the coin toss, so it's Michigan ball first. And the first play of the game, where Carly gets picked off, but Downs had stepped out just prior to picking it off, so it's an incomplete pass. So they're faced with a third and eight. McCarthy incomplete so Bama gets solid field position for their first possession Milrow sacked on first down third and 12 he gets sacked again Bama punt but Morgan muffs it so Bama recovers in Michigan territory Milrow gets pushed for a third down conversion then a McClellan 34 yard sprint to the end zone Bama into Pater first seven nothing Crimson Tide then for Michigan Quorum good runs Get the Michigan drive going. Third and eight. McCarthy design run just short. Fourth and one. Quorum converts it. McCarthy, uh, McCarthy then scrambles. Hits Mullins for a chunk play into the red zone. McCarthy to Quorum. Touchdown. 7-7. Seven, seven, walk in. Bama next possession. A loss on first down. Incompletion on second down. Third and 11. Milrow short of the marker on the scramble. Bama punts. Ran into the kicker. No flag. Michigan fortunate there. They take over their own 19. Uh, flag backs them up. They're faced with third and nine. Uh, they're short on the Mich uh, McCarthy to Morgan completion. So they punt. Bama, negative plays on first and second downs. Third and 23. Milro sets up a better uh, better field position for the punt. Michigan goes three and out after incompletion on third and six. Bama, three and out after third and nine. Milro only sprint for one. Quorum runs for a first down. McCarthy hits Loveland to move the chains. Trick play. McCarthy to Edwards. Back to McCarthy, one-hand catch by McCarthy in the backfield. Downfield to Loveland, so that was a chunk play of 20. Faced with third and 10 from the Bama 38. McCarthy looking over the middle. He has Morris on this drag route from the left side of the formation to the right side of the field. He hits him, and he just runs the rest of the way up the right sideline to score. Bad snap on the Michigan extra points, so the special team stuff continues for them. So it's 13-7. First play of the series for Bama. Milrow to Bond. Great throw. Great catch on the sideline for 29. Third and four. McClellan runs for a first down. Then they get a full start. So it backs them up. There you go. Second and 15. Milrow scrambles for a first down. Then they're faced with third and three. Milrow gets sacked. So Reichert, 50-yard field goal. Good. Lead is three. Half inch shortly after. Michigan in front, 13-10. Second half for Bama. They start with two Haynes runs and a McClellan run for first downs. Back-to-back -back bad snaps. Um, loss of 13, then a loss of 6. So it was bad special teams for Michigan, bad snaps for Bama. We'll get to that more after the recap of the game. 
Third and 29, not converted, so Bama has to punt. Third and nine for Michigan. McCarthy on the run to Johnson. Ruled incomplete, then overturned to a first down. Third and nine again. McCarthy complete to Morris, but he's short, so Michigan punts. Bama, third, three. Uh, they got third and four. Milrow incomplete. It's their fifth third and out to that point. Michigan, three, third and eight. McCarthy incomplete. Bama wins the field position battle. They take over their own 45 there. Milrow run. Haynes run. Tied first down. Milrow escapes a sack. Gets another nine. Milrow bond first down into the red zone. False start makes it second and 15. Then Milrow runs it for 18. So the Michigan three. McClellan touchdown. Bama in front. 17-13. Michigan. Third and nine. Incompletion. Forced the punt again. It hits the Bama gunner. Bama recovers. So Bama fortunate on special teams. Milrow gets a completion. Then fumbles. Michigan set up on their side of the field because this was a big part of the game where if they get a touchdown and go up 24-13, is that enough? Um, but they fumble it. McCarthy to Wilson for 20 into Bama territory. Flea Flicker gets short-armed by McCarthy going back to... By Corum going back to McCarthy. Third and 17, McCarthy to Morgan. Back into field goal range, but the 49-yard field goal from Turner is no good. Bama ball, McClellan chunk run. For first downs, then third and three. Miller runs for a first down, but they get an illegal sub later in the drive. So it's first and 15. Eventually, it's third and nine. Michigan blitzes. Milrow sacked. The right card field goal becomes longer. He makes it anyway, 52-yarder. So the seven-point lead for Bama, 20-13. to 13. Michigan gets it back. 441 left. They got a third and two incomplete. Fourth and two at their own 33. McCarthy, Corum for 35 yards. Blocking the back downfield, but it's still a first down regardless. So McCarthy then runs for a first down. He hits Roman Wilson. Great catch. Ball was deflected. Great catch by Wilson. Gain of 29. That sets up goal to go. Bama calls timeout with 144 left. Run on first down. Bama calls timeout. Second and goal. McCarthy to Wilson. Walk-in touchdown. Extra point good. 20-20. So 134 left. One timeout for Bama. Milrow to McClellan. For a first down. Then they get third and 10. Milrow to McClellan short of the sticks. Michigan timeout. So fourth and four. Bama punts to the Michigan one. The kid muffs the punt. If he fumbles, Bama just kicks a field goal or walks in. Game over, right? Kid recovers it at the one. They have to run Corum on their own goal line. Takes two knees to get to overtime. Overtime, Bama wins the toss. Chooses defense. Michigan out there first offensively. First two uh, plays first two quorum runs into the end zone on the second one, 27-20. So the Bama offense has to match to continue the game. Milrow designed run for a first down, then a no gain, a loss of five. Third and goal from the Michigan 14. Milrow to Burton to the three. Fourth and goal, we have a timeout. Michigan, we got a timeout. Bama, and then we're ready to go. They motion the back out. Bad snap. It's supposed to be an RPO. And if the back, the linebacker goes with the back, you run it because you have numbers to run it in the middle. If the linebacker doesn't go with the back, you throw it and you hope he can beat somebody one-on-one. -on -one. Well, the linebacker stayed in, meant Milrow was going to throw it, but it was a bad snap and he didn't throw it. He tried to run it into the end zone and he does not. He gets stuffed and that's how the game ends in overtime. Bama stuffed, trying to get into the end zone to extend the game. Michigan. After two losses, the first year they got dominated by a better team. The second year they lose a heartbreaker. And the third year they win a game in overtime against Bama.
in the Rose Bowl. What a game. What a moment for Michigan. Going to our stats here. Third down, fourth down. Michigan was 2 of 11. 2 of 2 on fourth down. One early in the game, one late in the game. Bama, 3 of 13 on third down. 0 of 1 on fourth down, the last play of the game. Red zone, Michigan, 3 for 3. Three trips, three touchdowns. This is including overtime, obviously. Bama, two trips, one touchdown, one turnover on downs to end it. The turnovers, Michigan had the muff punt to set up Bama's first score. Bama had the Milrow fumble where they were up 17-13. And if they go in there and make a play and get a touchdown, it could be an entirely different game. Special teams were a gigantic factor and nearly led to Michigan losing its biggest game so far this season. Michigan, two muff punts, one loss led to the touchdown. Second one was recovered that just kept overtime alive. Botched extra point on the second touchdown. Turner missed field goal that could have cut it to one. Bama special teams were very good. Riker makes the two long field goals. They had an excellent job punting the ball all night. Bama recovers a punt after it hit their, their own guy. Um, so the special teams were nearly a different sun change. The muff punt leads to Bama's first touchdown. Milrow fumbles, but Bama's D holds them to uh, a missed field goal. And then late in the game with Michigan tying it with 134, what happened? You know, and, and then overtime. So really when you look back at this game, bad snaps first bad special teams. Bama could not overcome their miscues. Michigan overcame theirs. In the big moment, a bad snap doomed Bama's play call. And in big moments, Michigan's special teams just didn't screw up the big one. Uh, I, I thought it was a great game. And even in the first half when people complaining about that, I still thought it was a great game. Um, it was sloppy offense for sure, but I thought there was a lot of good defense being played, to be fair. And you got a tight game that came down to the end in the Rose Bowl in overtime. I mean, what else can you ask for? The Rose Bowl is so iconic. The granddaddy of them all. Um, the great Keith Jackson, of course. Famously calling so many. It was a great game. I thought it was a great game, great finish, tight game, came down to the wire. Um, I saw this Saban quote come out of the presser, and I think it just sums it up really, really well. And here you go. Quote, one of the biggest things is we didn't play well enough on defense when we needed to. And the second thing is we had too many drive-stopping plays on offense. I mean, we shot ourselves in the foot. A sack is a drive-stopping play. Getting a penalty, usually a drive-stopping play. Some of these things were self-inflicted. I told the players after the game, I told them before the game, it's going to be about what we do. And when you look back, it's kind of about what we did and what we didn't do. Not taking anything away from Michigan. They played a, a great game. They've got a good team. They're well-coached and wish them the best in the future. But we will have, But we could have done things a little better as well. That's on me, on the coaches. It's not everybody else. So I think that really sums it up well. Bama, if they play their A-plus game, they win this game going away because Michigan didn't play their A-plus game. A lot of, lot of self-inflicted stuff with the bad snaps. And I believe Bama under Saban was 66-0 taking a 7-0 lead. I, I'm pretty sure Reese Davis had that stat. So if that's wrong, that's on Reese because he said it on television. All right, so that was the Rose Bowl. Let's go to the Sugar Bowl, which kicked off at what? 10.45 Eastern Standard. What a joke this was. Um, but anyway, Washington wins it 37-31 over the Texas Longhorns. Washington deferred. Texas ball first. Good kickoff return. Out towards their own 35. A snap infraction backs them up. 
Baxter run gets it all back, but they get faced with a third and 10. Ewers incomplete. Texas punts it to the Washington 11. So a offside on Texas makes it first and five. Johnson runs for a first down then. A panics to poke deep post corner for 77 yards to the Texas 2. Sets up a Johnson touchdown. Washington on the board early, 7-0. Here comes Texas. Ewers to Baxter. Screenplay for 31 to get to the Washington 36. Ewers scrambles for a first down, then a Baxter run. Set up goal to go. Blue touchdown makes it 7-7. Washington first down. Panics to Johnson for 5, but a third and 4. Panics is incomplete. Washington punts. Ewers gets sacked on first down, then a third and 14 on a wide receiver screen. It was third and 17 after the penalty. Ewers to Baxter. First down comes back on another hold. So then they get third and 27. Draw play. They punt. Washington takes over their own 20. Penix to Bernard for 29. Out to the 50. Penix to Duze for 24. Rodgers another run for a chunk play. Johnson as the fullback. Fullback dive. Touchdown. Washington back in front 14-7. Texas lost on first down. Incompletion on second down. Sets up third and 12. They're short of the sticks. Another punt. Bernard muffs it. Texas recovers just outside the red zone. Baxter run. Another run uh, gets called back on a legal shift. So they're second and six. RPO, Ewers, Whittington on the slant to the one. Fullback dive with the defensive tackle, Murphy. Touchdown. We're tied at 14. Penix deep shot to a Duesday for 52 to uh, Texas 23. Washington stalls after three plays go for nine yards. So fourth and one. They go for it with the Johnson direct snap, but he gets stuffed. So Texas gets a big win there on defense. They take over their own end. Blue, a good run for a first down. Next series, third and 12. Ewers incomplete on the deep shot to Worthy. Texas punts. Washington, third and four. Penix to McMillan. Rule the first down. Overturn. So it's fourth and short at their own 33. They take a timeout. They still line up to go for it. Johnson runs for five. So they, they convert. Penix to Johnson for another first down. Looked to be over the line of scrimmage. Review says he wasn't. Penix to Westover. Chunk play over the middle. First down. Penix misses a touchdown on an overthrow to Culp. Then he steps up and throws the seam vertical ball. It goes off Muhammad's hands into Polk's for a touchdown anyway. Washington lead back to 7-21-14. Texas gets it back. 127 left in the half. Three timeouts. Ewers to Blue for a first down. Ewers throws a perfect wheel route. To Blue, who can't haul it in. But then he hits Sanders across midfield for a first down. Then he scrambles, Ewers does, for 21. Slides. He gets hit. Half the distance goes to the Baxter 4. Uh, to the Baxter 4. To the U Washington 4. Baxter touchdown makes it 21-21. Half ends shortly after. So we go to the second half. Washington. Bull out of the half. Penix to Polk for a first down. Penix keeper, good gain. He hits McMillan to move the chains again. He hits Polk to bring another set of downs inside the red zone. Then... Penix back to McMillian. Touchdown. Washington up 28-21. Baxter fumbles. Washington set up at the tennis, uh, Tennessee. Texas 33. Penix to Westover. Red zone again. Third and three. Johnson loss of two. So it's fourth of five at the nine. They kick the field goal to make it 10-point game. Gross makes it. Blue. Good run to start the next Texas drive, but a false start negates some good first downs. Third and five, Ewers incomplete. Texas has to punt. Mc, uh, Penix hits McMillan to get the drive going. First down. Johnson converts to third and one. Penix to Bernard, another chunk play. 
Penix keeper for 13 uh, to move the chains. Then third and five, false star makes it third and 10. Deep shot, incomplete. Gross field goal makes it 34-21. So Texas still in this game, right? Ewers to Sanders twice for first downs. Ewers dump off to Blue for a chunk play. Ball's out. Ref says he was down, but the ball was way out. So um, Washington recovers. I mean, that was really bad by the referee, but it is what it is. What are you going to do? Um, that's why we have replay. So everybody freaking out about, oh, my God, I can't believe they missed that. We have replay. Everybody relax. Like, can, like we have the technology. We'll get the call right. Everybody calm down, okay? Um, so Washington takes over at their own 24. Penix has a DPI on a moon ball, but third and 10 incomplete. So they punt it back. So nothing like, yeah, it was a bad fumble for sure. Can't have that happen. But it didn't kill them, right? They're still in the game because they get the punt. Uh, Ewers complete to Mitchell for, for 15. Then he gets sacked. Third and five sideline shot to Worthy for 38 into the red zone. Third and four pitch play to Blue. Set up goal to go. Ewers, Mitchell, touchdown on the fade ball. 34-28, the lead cut to. What can Washington do now? They had a big lead. Now all of a sudden it's cut to six. Third and two, panics to Westover to avoid the three and out. Then he hits McMillan for 14. He hits Induze for 32 to get to the Texas 10. Third and goal, incomplete. Gross field goal makes it 37-28. Texas, driving to force the onside kick. Ewers to Mitchell for a first down. Ewers scrambles for another first down. He hits Sanders for 20. Penalty gets them into the red zone. They stall there. They elect to kick the Auburn field goal. So the lead cuts to six. Washington recovers the onside kick. 106 left. Texas has two timeouts. They call them. So third and five. Johnson gets stuffed. So you run the clock, right? But he gets hurt. So the clock stops. 50 seconds left. And then Texas gets a fair catch interference. So they take over at 45 seconds left at their own 31. Two incompletions, Ewers to Whittington. A bomb to the Washington 28. Ewers to Blue to the 12. Call gets reviewed. Stands. First and 10 at the 12. 15 seconds to go. Ewers to Blue quickly out of bounds. Second down was incomplete. Third and 11. Five seconds left. Incomplete. So one second left. Fourth down, a touchdown. You get the opportunity to kick an extra point to win the game to go to a national championship. Incomplete. End zone shot. And Washington continues the perfect season. It will be two unbeaten conference champions in the natty. And it's going to be an outstanding one, hopefully, folks. All right, let's go to the stats. Third down, fourth down. Washington was three from 11. One of two on fourth down. Texas was four of 11. Oh, for one on fourth down the end of the game. Red zone, Washington, six trips, three touchdowns, two field goals, one turnover on downs. Texas, six trips, four touchdowns, one field goal, one turnover on downs. The turnovers in the game, Washington had the muff punt. It led to a Texas touchdown. Texas had two second half fumbles. That hurt them big. Special teams, Washington had a muff punt. Gross made three field goals. They had the fair catch interference. Auburn made a field goal for Texas. Sudden change. The muff punt led to Texas' second touchdown. Penix to Oduze, a big play. But Texas defense stuffed Johnson on that fourth down. Baxter fumble. Only Washington got a field goal out of that. Washington answers Texas touchdown with a field goal to regain their two-score lead. And then the fair catch interference almost jump-started Texas' near improbable 
comeback. So we had a score-for-score first half. Give Texas credit there. Washington finds a way again. An absolutely dominant third quarter. They changed the story of the game. Credit Texas for fighting back in that fourth quarter, never giving up. Um, A lot of things went their way in that fourth quarter to get them some time. I mean, Johnson going down, all that kind of stuff, right, with the timeout and the clock being stopped. But just, you know, doing the recap, looking at the game, listening to me doing this, how many times did I say chunk play for Washington? Gain of 13, 11, 30, 25. Every drive, yes, they have some series where it's – it's second and five and third and three and they get a first down. But there's a lot of series where it's first down and they get another first down. Or it's second and twelve after a loss and they get thirty. You know, the Washington chunk play killed Texas. Killed them. Killed them. Um so we got Michigan and Washington in the national championship. Look forward to that one. Talk about that one on Wednesday. All right, rest of the Bulls. In the Alamo Bowl, Arizona, impressive performance over Oklahoma. They beat him 38-24. Notre Dame slams Oregon State in the Sun Bowl, 40-8. Rely Quest, I think this is a form of the Outback Bowl, right? Wisconsin, LSU, LSU, a big second-half comeback from the Bayou Bengals, 35-31. Wisconsin couldn't win it at the end. Citrus Bowl, Iowa gets shut out by Tennessee, 35-0. New Year's 6. Not great games. Uh, Mizzou. 14 to 3. I understand it's a low scoring game. That was an awesome performance by Mizzou. Awesome performance by Mizzou. I don't want to hear about Ohio State. I don't want to hear about it. Peach Bowl. I told you Ole Miss was going to beat Penn State. They did. 38-25. Peach Bowl. Then you got the Orange Bowl. I told you Georgia was going to kill Florida State. They did. 63-6. And then I told you Oregon was going to beat up on Liberty 45-6 because Nick's last game. So uh, hopefully you played those games. All right, let's go to footy. Weekend Saga Recap, EPL, Brighton beat Tottenham 4-2. Hinslewood, Jao Pedro from the spot. Essapignon in his return to the Brighton team with a great goal. Jao Pedro from the spot again. Feliz and Davies brought two back for Tottenham, but it was too little too late for sure. 4-2 Brighton. Arsenal lose to West Ham at home. 2-0. Suchek and Mavropanos, the goal scorers for the Hammers. Then weekend action, Luton hosted Chelsea. Chelsea went at 3-2. Cole Palmer... Majueke, Cole Palmer again. Ross Barkley and Adebayo brought two back for the hosts to try to get the Kenny going, but they cannot get a third to equalize. Villa Burnley, Villa win at 3-2. Bailey scores first. Amdouni scores second. Diaby gave Villa a lead. Berg gets sent off for Burnley. Foster levels it down 10 men, but Douglas Louise, 89th minute penalty, wins it for Villa. Crystal Palace beat Brentford 3-1. Lewis Potter got Brentford started first. But Olise, Eze, Olise. I told you, every show, I talk about Olise and Eze. They are outstanding players. So hopefully you remember that. 3-1 Crystal Palace. Man City, Sheffield United. City win at 2-0. Rodri and Alvarez, the goal scorers. Wolves beat up on Everton, 3-0. Kilman, Cunha, and Dawson, the goal scorers for Wolves. Forrest, Man U. Forrest went 2-1. What a result of the city ground. Rodriguez put Forrest up 1-0. A Rashford cutback goal Leveled it, but then gives White the winner for Nottingham Forest. Fulham beat Arsenal at Craven Cottage 2-1. Saka put Arsenal up 1-0, but Raul Jimenez and Decordo Reed, the goal scorers for Fulham. Tottenham beat Bournemouth 3-1. Saar, a goal. Son, a goal. Richarlison, a goal. And then Scott brought one back for Bournemouth. 
Liverpool beat Newcastle 4-2. Salah penalty gets saved in the first half. Then Salah scores. Isak levels it. Jones makes it 2-1. Gakpo makes it 3-1. Botman made an interesting 3-2, but a Salah penalty makes it 4-2. Uh, West Ham Brighton is Tuesday. Then there's the FA Cup weekend. But uh, big impact here with two international tournaments coming up in the middle of these club seasons. AFCON and the Asian Cup. So let's just go through the Prem teams. Who is leaving? AFCON is from the 13th of January to February 11th. And Asia Cup and Qatar. Well, the AFCON's in Ivory Coast, by the way. Asia Cup and Qatar is from the... 12th of January to the 10th of February. Bournemouth is losing two guys to AFCON, Atara and Semeno, Burkina Faso and Ghana, both forwards, respectively. Arsenal is losing Elneny, going to AFCON for Egypt, and Tamiyasu will be a defender for Japan. Partey not going to AFCON for Ghana. Uh, Villa loses Bernard Traore, the midfielder for Burkina Faso. Brentford loses four guys. Gudis for Iran. Kim Ji-soo for South Korea. Onyeka for Nigeria, Wissa for the Congo, and Buema was in the camps Cameroon squad, but he got an ankle injury. Brighton, Adingra is going for the Ivory Coast, and Lampley is going for Ghana. Matoma was included for Japan, but he has got an ankle injury. Burnley, no first-team players. Chelsea's going to lose Nicholas Jackson to Senegal action. Crystal Palace loses uh, two, IU and Jacore. Everton, Idrissa Ghana-Gay is going for Senegal. Uh, Fulham, Balatore, who's on loan from AC Milan for Senegal. Bossi and Awobi, both Nigerian. Liverpool, Wataro Endo, who's settled in so nicely, is going to go be the captain for Japan. And Mohamed Salah is the captain for Egypt. Uh, Kabore is a defender for Burkina Faso from Luton. City, of course, lose no players because, of course, United, uh, Amrabat, Diallo, and Onanana. Newcastle lose zero. Forest lose six. Aina, Aurier, Boli, Boyate, Inketier, and Sinagre. Sheffield United, LaRucci, and uh, Ben Slimani. Tottenham, Basuma. Papa Sar got injured, so he could get left out. But, of course, something, something so. West Ham, Aguard, and Kudis. And then Wolves lose four. Hemingchan, Hubner. Ayat Nori and Traore. Syria, Napoli, Monza, nil nil. Genoa, Inter, Drew, 1 1. Arnautovic is goal scoring there. Lazio beat Frosnioni, 3 1. Atalanta beat Lecce, 1 0. Lookman goal. Pulisic's goal leads Isimon past to Salu. And Rabio beats Roma, 1 0 for Juventus. La Liga midweek, Real Madrid, Mallorca, Girona, and Atletico. Big match there. College basketball, Marquette beats Creighton in a Big East showdown in Kansas. Uh, handled Wichita in the big one in Kansas. All right. Stripe Pool Ox recap. 3-0, 3-0, 3-0. Three best bets, $69. Two final dollars. Sorry. Uh, I got a little. <laughs> when you hear 3-0, folks, you think it's too finer. I'm sorry. Uh, Cleveland. Was a winner against the Jets on Thursday. The Rams were a winner in MetLife on Sunday. And the Bills a winner at home against New England. So we escaped there. We escaped there with the second and third one. Broke a couple rules. But 3-0 brings the record to 38-13 and for picks uh, for Sarah Pulaks. And for pick six, 4-2. Four 4-2. And two. Four and so he bounced back after the 0-6. Up to 53-46-3 on the year with the 4-2. Dallas minus six against Detroit was a loser. It had an opportunity to win. Um... When they kick the the field goal, 
It's unfortunate. Uh, Miami plus four. Loser. Big loser, folks. That was the wrong side of that game. That was the wrong side. Houston minus four against Tennessee was the right side. Niners minus 12 against Washington was the right side. Kansas City minus six against Cincinnati. We sweated that one out. And then Green Bay, Minnesota under 47. Hopefully you got a good number on that because it dropped like five or six points um, after I put it in. So hopefully you got a good number on that. Green Bay, Minnesota under 47. So we are 53, 46, and three on the season. And 0-6, and, and I still win one more game than I lost. So we clinched. A winning record, thankfully. Um, and let's try to go out on a high note in Week 18. We had a good run. Uh, a couple of, what was it, like a 1-5. 1-5 and five. Uh, one and, five and then like an 0-6, I think, in there. So um, we bounced back. 53-46-3 on the year for pick six. All right. Uh, we will have on Thursday show a Week 18 preview with all the playoff stipulations um, ready for you to be explained. So we'll do that on Thursday show. We'll preview the Natty on Thursday show as well. Michigan and Washington and more footy. I'm sure to talk about more college basketball as well. All right, happy New Year, everybody. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Until then, peace. Football, football, and sometimes other sports show. Sounds like me.